Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one awkward minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And I'm Kevin Ziegler. Welcome back, Kevin. Hey, guys. So today we are talking about Minute 44, which begins with Marty shouting, 1955! Yes. Just as the lights get turned on. And uh, and and ends with uh, Marty telling Lorraine that people call him Marty, and her saying, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's a little disappointed." It seems. Um. So, uh, Meet Lorraine young Baines, Lorraine. yeah, young Lorraine, Lorraine Baines, uh, nervously taking off her sweater. Of course, uh, because because she wants to show a little skin. Guys, she is a cutie. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was. Uh, I kept. I hold She's so high. So <laughs> high. Oh no, we're not. Going She's there. so high. Oh boy. The first time I was watching this, uh, <laughs> this not the first time, but you know, as I was watching this to get ready for the show, mm-hmm. um, I was reminded of uh, the behind-the-scenes tidbit that uh, to get ready for her performance as young Lorraine, she would just <laughs> like st- sit in her trailer listening to Mr. Sandman on repeat. Oh yeah. My yeah. Oh she my would basically goodness. brainwash herself into believing it was 1955, much in the way that <laughs> that Christopher Reeve does to himself in Somewhere in Time. Yes, second reference yeah. to Somewhere in Time. Yeah. Well, hopefully not the last. Yeah. Well, the, the second reference, but you'd have to. It's a it's a crossover reference to our other podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, you guys are going deep cuts. Yeah, deep cuts, deep cuts. Um, so Lorraine just takes off his pants. Yep, that happened. That I mean, and put him I, on her hope chest, which is just her hope chest. So epically delivered. Cause oh, she, like, it's it's because she oh takes a minute God. after like hope. She's like, yeah, on my hope chest, where it belongs. <laughs> <laughs> which I had to look up what a hope chest was because I knew what. Like, I know what a hope chest is, but, like, now in common vernacular, a hope chest is just, like, a chest, Full you know. Hope. Yeah, well, it's just, like, a chest, and people just call it a hope chest. Pens oh, it's a hope and diaries. Chest. And... Yeah, yeah, it's mm. not anything, like, anymore. Like, it's kind of a meaningless phrase now. And so I was like, I wonder what it was when I, when it originally, and I looked it up, and it is... Uh, and this it might be just common knowledge for everyone listening. I don't know, but I I didn't know this. It's a chest that uh, is put together for um, uh, young single women uh, by their by their mothers, and they they like as they get things like dishes and sheets and blankets and stuff. You put them in the hope chest for when you get married and then you ha- you open the hope chest and use all the stuff in your new house. Whoa, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um so that's that's what it is. You like you like fill your hope chest throughout your adolescence. And then um when you're ready to get married, you're like and not only not I'm only am I a looker, but I've also got a hope chest filled with stuff. Oh, this whole hope chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face a tiger. You just hit the jackpot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, God, I love that on my hope chest. It's so good. You know, I was thinking, um, 
you know who if they like i feel like leah thompson was really like the uh the uh, the emma stone of her day like i feel like if they remade this today or maybe like a few years ago emma stone would have been a great like lorraine yeah totally i could see that just like you know like like a, a character actress hidden inside of like a like a beautiful like ingenue yeah Although we've also said uh, – we've also made reference, or at least you have, I think, made reference to Emma Stone being Marty also. Yes. Uh, you know like what? A, uh, both. Both. Yeah, just, just play all of them. Yeah, yeah I, I, them. I, would, I would watch Emma Stone be everyone. Can you imagine her future. George? It would be amazing. <laughs> Great. Have you ever uh, – did you ever see that when she did SNL like the first time? Uh, she She's one of my favorite – one of my favorite characters that's never shown up again. Uh, she was this character named Wallace that was like a guest at like uh, a bachelorette party, but she just didn't get the vibe of a bachelorette party. So like, like oh, fuzzy handcuffs or like, oh, like edible underwear. And be like, what's this? And like, oh, it's a nipple clamp. It's where you, uh, and she's like wearing this like weird overcoat and her name's Wallace. And she just keeps bringing like awkwardly sexual gifts. Yeah, I do remember it's so that. Good. One. It's oh, yeah. good. Yeah, anyone who watches know. All right, Don't Emma guess. Stone minute. Emma Stone minute. Oh yeah, uh, sorry, hey, I, I do it. The micro minute. <laughs> Emma, yeah, it's a micro minute. The rocker minute. <laughs> that was your Emma Stone minute on Back to the Future minute. Back to the Future minute. Now back to the show. Now back to the um, show. <laughs> so. uh... uh it's interesting to me that people used to write their name on their underwear. Uh, and yeah, that is, that is weird that people used to do. As a kid, because <laughs> um, this was certainly not the first time I'd heard of that, of such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a kid, I assumed it was like, oh, yeah, in case someone steals your underwear, your name is written on it. And it's not until like very recently watching this film that I'm just like, why would – anyone want to steal your underwear why do people write their names in their underwear and i i i realize now it might be an identification thing like if your body's found yeah like if your body's found i always just wrote it on mine as a kid for like you know when you went camping or when you were like staying over at a friend's house oh sure yeah to like label it yeah Yeah, that makes sense too you don't want to grab your you know someone else's underwear yeah, that that's true. Okay, all right, fair enough. Sometimes yeah, I'll uh, Makes sense. my mom will do this thing that's adorable. Is like when I'm home for a while, you know, like you know, you, you bring back, you know, when you're a student, you bring back your laundry, you know, to the home. Yeah, and so oh, sometimes yeah. I would return home with like you know a bag full of fresh clothing, and I would return to my dorm, and I'd be like putting everything back, and I would notice that after doing laundry, my mom will have written my my name on my underwear. Oh, so it's like, mom, don't, don't, (laughs) I'm in college. Can you imagine like being so sweet? Yeah. Can you (laughs) you imagine being like 20 years old and like someone else my you know, I'm not going to say who, but like someone else finding your underwear. Maybe this is your name like written in Sharpie. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, growing up with two, two brothers, um, and my mom just doing laundry all at the same time. Uh, she wouldn't put our names on our underwear, but she made us get different underwear. Oh, like you always wore these kinds. Like, yeah, or like a color or something. <laughs> you, you had to wear one color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then what you was always your knew it was yours, you know? Yep. 
Um, same thing with socks. We we had I had to wear a certain type of sock. What were your what were your what was your uniform? Uh, <laughs> like my my undergarment uniform. And, yeah, and socks. Like like, well, like uh like I my my socks were black. Um, so that was easy because because my my brothers wore like white like tube socks with like the stripes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so, uh, so that was, that was fine. So they, they, they differentiated each other from the color of the stripe. Um, whereas me, it was just like, oh, the black socks, those are Scots. Um, and then the, uh, underwear, um, I guess, I think, I think I just wore gray. I think mine were just gray. Yeah. My brothers were like, one was white and then the other one was like colors. (laughs) Just an explosion of color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like, like you know, just any any color that isn't white or gray, mm-hmm. you know, that was that was my other brothers, I think. So, um, but yeah, so that, that's how that's how we did it in my family. Didn't have to didn't have to write anybody's names on their underwear. I did in football. That was the only time. Yeah, see, that makes sense. I never, I was never in like that kind of setting. So it never occurred to me that you would do that um, to like keep track of your own stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I shy sense. away from any situation in which I have to write my name on my own stuff. Yeah, especially my underwear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're you're saying you're like you're like not you're not that roommate who like writes their name on all of the food. Well, I mean. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's different. That's so different. <laughs> uh, uh, I love that Lorraine. Not only is like, I, I, if I was Lorraine and I legitimately believe, like, oh, this guy's name must be Calvin, because uh, it because it's written all over his underwear. If I was that, I don't want to say gullible, but if I was like, if I was that naive. Stupid. To believe naive, <laughs> if I was that naive to believe that that must be his name since it's on his underwear, I think I would be more impressed that he got underwear printed with his yeah, name. Yeah, like, like you know, if Calvin Klein isn't scrawled onto it; it's like part of the fabric. <laughs> right. That's that's impressive. I mean, that's dedication. That's like he. I mean, wh- where do you get that? You can't just order that online. It's 1955. I'd be like, whoa, this dude's like space baller. Like yeah, got some ball of money. I'm about it's, to hook up with him because oh I got yeah. his pants. Purple yeah. underwear, and it's one of a kind because it's got his name on it. That's, I mean, that's impressive, really. That's impressive. Um, purple underwear. Purple. And not even really purple, like kind of lavender. Well, mm. she's wearing purple as well, and I think that's a very good color theory choice. <laughs> oh, no. If you want him to know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's like some sort of like fruit fruit of the loom joke. Oh boy! Oh wow! Yeah, to be made. I'm not smart <laughs> enough to like connect to that one, but that would have been a good one. That would have been a good joke had we been able to do it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, but I just – I love how nervous Marty is. He's he so, is so nervous. Michael J. Fox is so good because he's just like – he's freaking out because he's seeing his mom as like this young, hot girl. Mm-hmm. But he, but he's also fr- – he's freaking out because she's hot. 
He's freaking out because it's his mom. He's freaking out because he's still in 1955 and she's young. And he's freaking out because he's like, wait, what situation am I in right now? Why don't I have pants? What is my, if this wasn't my mom, I would totally think I was getting laid right now. Oh God, what's happening? (laughs) He literally sees like, yeah, his mom for the first time as a person. Yeah. That's like hot. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, There's so hot. many emotions going on and Michael Slim. G. Fox somehow manages to perform all of them. It's great. It's it's and incredible. We're watching a person's mind explode. Yeah. Yeah. I feel for the entire like this is the moment of the movie. Like we have to buy this scene. Because this yeah. is a scene that everybody goes. That's a really weird movie. Like, you, you realize at some point, like, the mom and the son are going to have to, and they're like, yeah, I know, but we we got this guy. We'll totally just uh, throw to him. He'll be able to pull it off. He'll make it be like, yeah, that is weird. No, it's all cool. And we move on. I mean, that's the thing, right? That's the thing that almost, that that's what made Back to the Future unsellable for so long. Yeah. Is, is this. Like, mm-hmm. it was, the movie was too wholesome for... Every studio in town except for Disney, but it wasn't wholesome enough for Disney because there was uh, vague rumblings of incest yeah. as like a major component of the film. And so they're like, no, 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 no incest. Yeah, it's not. A, you guys are just no. Stop yeah. thinking about that. No, yeah. it's not about. Did you see the time machine thing we built? This movie's yeah. going to be really cool. Just let us make it, man. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why that's why uh, that's why it took so long for them to make Back to the Future, um, despite it being written in like you know the late seventies. Took them so long to 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 get it made because of the because inst- because of this. Um, they needed a Michael J. Fox to be like, hey, I got this. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, no, his the whole scene perfectly. Yeah. He is for the past what now fifteen minutes in this movie just yeah. reacted like he hasn't yeah. had a line so much just as like he's like walking around like what 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 what, what, yeah. what? Yeah. And anybody else that would sound so weird but he somehow pulls off like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ha, i don't ha, 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 i don't know how he slim. does it it's it's amazing i you know it's stuff like this that makes me think because like nick you and i have talked a lot about who like what actor is the closest to Michael J. Fox now, you, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and honestly, like stuff like this, I can't think of anybody that would be able to pull this, this stuff off the way that Michael J. Fox does. It also, it also adds like a new, it gives me a new layer of respect for Eric Stoltz because like, you look at what what Michael J. Fox is doing, and he's making it just look like just so easy. Uh, I I can't imagine like the, I imagine this was very difficult for Eric Stoltz. You know, it's like it's like yeah, you're not Michael J. Fox. It's not your fault, buddy. Like it's okay. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly, this stuff is what makes me think that there isn't anybody. There isn't anybody else like modern day, any other actors that are comparable to Michael J. Fox. I'll submit one. Okay. Donald Glover. I'm telling you right now. He could totally pull this off. 
Yeah, that's true. You're you're totally right. Actually, Donald Glover is a really good choice. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Donald Glover. <laughs> but the question then would be like, how is Michael Sarah going to play like George if then like Donald <laughs> Glover? <laughs> Uh, we'll do it like a high school play where it just doesn't matter. Yeah, oh, that would be so great. I would yeah. love that movie so, you're so, so much. You're so what? You're so what? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, Donald Glover. That's great. Uh, I, I think you might be right. I think he might be the closest thing. Because and like Michael J. Fox, uh, if if I may call him Mikey J's, um, wonderfully <laughs> just all the time brings me into the movie. Like I don't yeah. sit back and watch this movie going like, Oh wait, that's weird. That's not the right place. Or, Oh, it has California. Mm, I don't like this movie anymore. Whatever it, he brings you in and he's just like, just keep watching. I'm going to keep yeah. you. Oh, in this cool? Isn't this good? I'm really good at doing all this stuff and I'll keep you entertained the whole movie through. Huh. You'll never ask a question. Just hang out. I there there's just man facial so expressions man mm-hmm. they they really they go a long way they really do um they're way more important than uh I don't know then they're they're way more important than I think they're given credit facial expressions so. so anyway this has been a facial expression minute yeah anything else for this minute ah uh, no I think I'm good. Okay. Kevin? Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow to wrap up this week of Back to the Future Minute with Minute 45. In the meantime, go check out our website, backtothefutureminute.com. Email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, like us on Facebook, leave us reviews on iTunes, check out our other podcasts, Not Writing and The Doctor's Companion, and uh, Geek by Night, which premieres January 6th. And uh, make sure that you uh, get out there and check out the other uh, Minute podcasts, Star Wars Minute and Goodfellas Minute. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.